This is a Speakeasy production. Last time on Stardust and Dragons! Our players explored more of Arcadia, participated in some carnival games, and won some fabulous prizes! Lyrax received an invitation from Estrella Elegantis, one of the merchant lords of the Quester. What could such a powerful figure want with our plucky heroes? Find out tonight on Stardust and Dragons! As we pick up uh, after an eventful day of fun and games. Wait, we um, didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, that's right. Say hi, everyone. Hi, Hello. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. There we are. Uh, yeah, I am Brandon. I am y'all's uh, dungeon master for Stardust and Dragons. And this is our lovely cast. Uh, Christian, why don't we start with you? Hello, everybody. I am our spiffy halfling. Artificer. Uh, I play Brendan Dyingheart, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Excellent. Dan, say what's up to the people. Hey, I'm Dan. I'm going to be playing Flip O'Donnell, the uh, adult animated sitcom mom of the group. Got a little, <laughs> like the Marge Simpson. And uh, hope I can keep you entertained. Excellent. <laughs> Raina, say what's up to the people. What's good? I'm Reyna. I'll be playing Constant, coming at you from a constant state of panic. Hey. <laughs> I love it. State of panic is my middle and last name. <laughs> but not if anybody asks you, like who asked you. <laughs> <laughs> and Max, hey, what's up to the people? Hi, I am Max, and I'm going to be playing Lyrax Proudmain this evening for you. The... Pretty Kitty from Down Under. Down Under. I can't wait to find out that part of your backstory. Right. Uh, <laughs> a yeah. Planet Achilles from, is just Australia. He's from Australia, <laughs> the planet. <laughs> I mean, kind of. It's it's like Savannah's, right? So it's it's close-ish. No it's adjacent. Spoilers. No spoilers. Australia of space. Yeah. Australia of space. <laughs> we get there and everybody has an Australian space accent. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Look at him, isn't he a beauty? <laughs> Everyone so else we've funny. met from your planet so far has been an outlier. <laughs> yeah, they're all the weirdos, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're all normal. Yes, but we also, this is a very special episode because we have a guest with us today. Yeah. CJ, mm. reveal yourself to the audience. <laughs> I mean, it might, it might be better if they paid a little before I did that. Not like Aww. it was, all right. Because you were quiet the whole time. Patreon so content, you were baby. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm CJ Starry, and I will be here tonight as Estrella Elegantis. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. So, shall we... Am I missing anything else? That's it, right? No, bro. That's all you. Fine. All right. So, after an eventful day of fun and games uh, at the uh, the Day of Mending... You all return 
to Cousin Mazin. Um, while you're here, you can get a short rest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you guys uh get dressed it. up and prepare for your dinner with Estrella. Um a few hours go by as all of you get ready and um in your in your own way. And uh you hear May calling from downstairs. Um looks like y'all's ride is here. She calls. Oh, all uh, right. Uh, what? Our our ride. Did we order one? I don't think so, Flip, but I I'd like to say that these digs are uh fit for a ride, don't you think? And I'll tip my new white hat and nice bullet suspenders that I got, my uh and uh I'll I'll start heading down in my fully white outfit. Yo, full full white outfit with bullet suspenders. Do you have a cane too? Ooh, I don't know if we bought one, but uh, I definitely do now. <laughs> Just yes. the big wrench he uses on the ship. A hundred percent, I have. Yes, a gold a golden wrench. <laughs> he walks around. Oh, um, it's, it's probably an old shotgun. I'm so short that it's a sawed off shotgun. But uh, we re-made uh, it into a gun. Oh, that ain't bad. Just like with like really long skinny barrels. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I can see well, I'm that. already super small. I'm barely off the ground. <laughs> uh, Dan, what's Flip coming out in today? Or I guess so, this evening. <clears throat> Flip found a steal. He found the best outfit he could ever dream of. So he normally wears a velvet suit. But he found one that is a dark blue. Um... This is this is game changing. It's almost the exact same outfit, near identical, but different pants, and it's a blue velvet suit. You and he thinks, good. and he loves it. This you thing is. You look good, Flip. You look great. It was used. It was um, at a, a vintage store, a, a thrift store, um, but it was a great deal. It's probably for a small child, but he can wear it <laughs> no problem. A, a small portly child. It's kind of like how Flip is. But yeah, he will follow behind. He's a little curious, though, because he still doesn't recall who this ride is and the fact that Brennan's just getting into a stranger's car. But let's do hey, it. Hey, come on. This is not nearly the weirdest <laughs> thing that, that Flip has done in his life. It's like, oh, no, no. I don't no got means. us. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yes. But, right, yeah. Oh. All right, yes. I think a ride will suit us. I'm right behind you. Come awesome. on, you slow pokes! Constant right, state of panic. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you wearing out to this? Uh, to this event this evening? Um, I believe um, Lyrax picked out a very lovely halter neck high low situation for her. Uh, she found a little bunny pin to stick on it, but that is about the most notable part of her outfit. She is um, visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just just the walking definition of a wallflower that has become your signature style i don't party <laughs> well you're partying tonight missy let's go uh. and lyrax i know lyrax is coming out dressed to the nines right now oh yeah uh i believe if i remember correctly lyrax had purchased a tuxedo inlaid with gold on the best parts, uh, the, the lapel, the sides, and he had a paisley tile to go with it, also gold to accentuate the, the mane that he has on his head. 
and it's just really styling. As he walks out, you see he has a little bottle of cologne, and he like sprays it in the air, and then steps through. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like Australia. <laughs> this is not Canada. It's a uh, it's Blumenad Yinsen. <laughs> oh no! Are you sure that's perfume? Don't think it is. It's probably Crisco. It's it does not smell like onions. Thank you. Keep <laughs> telling um, yourself that. It it has a foresty scent to it. Mm. Onions are in the forest. They are, but he doesn't oh know my that. God. <laughs> I was just playing about to take it in the red. Yeah, y'all are y'all are in character saying this shit. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Listen, we roll with the bit. Don't make me all fight right. you. <laughs> Skin's all oily now. <laughs> I don't have skin that you can see. This is okay. the scent of my people. <laughs> yeah, this is my people's musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Uh, no, it is it is definitely a higher-end kind of... Uh, very nice smelling. Like like the kind of cologne bottle that you would see at the, the store and be like, hmm. No, that's way too much. I'm not going to buy that. It was refrigerated. I get you. I get you. Yeah. They had to, like, open the case with the lock and just to get it out for you. <laughs> that kind of cologne. Pulled out the fancy stuff. I feel like this is, like, the last bottle of fancy <clears throat> cologne that he has. Oh, yeah. It's, like, the dredges. It's, like, this, this much. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you have to tilt of... it to get other it's things. It's been a while. So, yeah, he's, like... Uh, spritz, spritz? Okay, perfect. Uh, he does not have much of it left, uh, but uh, this is just such an occasion. You go downstairs and out the front door and you see this ornate carriage. Uh, looks like something straight out of a fairy tale, decorated with uh, tasteful golden accents, not too gaudy. Um, it is being pulled by two magnificent horses with long, ethereal flowing manes and tails and jewelry decorating each one of their harnesses. Um, you see an elven man with a quite impressive mustache dressed in a lavish tuxedo, uh, steps down off of the carriage and opens the door to the inside. He says, For the guests of the designer queen, right this way. Is he an old elf? <laughs> he, he's ancient. He's he parched. Looks, he That's looks, all it is. He's just parched. He, he, yeah, take he some water, parched, sir. Yes. <laughs> take some water, sir. You look a little, you're a little parched. Your he's, voice ain't coming out correctly. He's, dis he's distinguished. Distinguished. Yes. I, I see what it is. Yes. Well, okay. Uh, I, I, and I, as I step into the carriage, I just whisper to Flip, "It is kind of funny that we live in this super, super uh, advanced aged society where we have all of these different types of planes and and spaceships and and, and motors, scooter things. And the the fanciest way you could still ride around is in a horse and carriage." Hmm. <laughs> Can't beat the classics. Yeah. Uh, that was a full Scooby-Doo noise you just made. I love that. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, yes. Um, does this thing, does this carriage have a license plate number? Have a the, license uh, plate number? No. He's trying no, to check no government the Uber. plates. <laughs> nah, 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 no, no, no government plates. This is this is an unregistered uh, carriage. That makes Flip a little uneasy, but <laughs> he's gonna enjoy his Cinderella moment regardless. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, this is this is quite nice. I have to admit, it's strange though. The, the, 
Did any seriously? Did no one called this right? No, Flip. I imagine she sent for us. Ah, yeah, the one oh, with the roses. Open. Yeah. Though it's interesting that she knew where we were to Is send it, it. Let's just huh. pretend that she probably knows everything. This is the least paranoid I've heard you. Yeah, because uh, at this point, I, uh, like flip, I feel I good. Like you look, you see how I look. He, <laughs> he is styling. Do you see we my shotgun cane flip? You can, you can see what an can outfit go wrong does to someone. This. It completely changes their outlook. It gives you, it. it gives you confidence. You hear sure. that constant? Like constant. You got confidence. What? You got confidence constant. Have you ever been in a in a carriage like this? Um, no, they're not very common. Oh, oh well, it's it's a um, very stylish way to travel. It's the only way, really, for royalty. And She's he, looking extremely nervously at these. He horses. will step over to the carriage, <laughs> pop open the door, and like open it like a a full butler type situation, and offer his hand out to for her to take as she steps up. The uh, the the distinguished elven gentleman with the mustache looks. He he kind of looks you up and down like. And, 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 he, and he steps he steps aside a bit if you do it. Sorry, sir. I'll uh, I'll be sure to leave a tip. He smiles a bit. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, pile on into the um, pile on into the carriage, and the inside is is just as nice as the outside. Uh, it's very plush, very spacious, very elegant. There's a large window that's that's made up of like this uh, sparkling crystals. That's, that takes up pretty much the entire uh, the entire wall of what it, of what it decides. Uh, it allows you to see out, but you can't be seen. But you can't oh, look into it. It's uh, tinted. They got the tint. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chrome tint too. Is and it, they only see their is faces. It the illegal levels of tint like too much. No, it's chrome. You, they can't even. It's just straight up a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. As you guys start, uh, as you guys travel, the elven man he mutters a little, he mutters a phrase, and the horses start to pull the carriage off. And as you travel, uh, the scenery begins to change. the uh, The bright lights and the party music of Arcadia fades into a pristine metropolis. The uneven concrete streets become winding cobblestone pathways. Uh, you start to see gleaming white marble buildings, stunning mosaics. You pass an opulent amphitheater. Um, you start to see people. Uh, you see less people on the streets, uh, but they're all dressed up way nicer. You know, like white white suits and and and, uh, and everything like that. Um, you see a couple walking by, smoking stardust pipes. They wave as you pass by. <sighs> oh yeah, wave back, but they can't yeah. see. <laughs> I'll, I'll open up the carriage window. You roll down Maybe. the window. Is that like a little <laughs> crank, like a little crank <laughs> on the side. Actually, there probably isn't one, and I'll uh, go ahead and use one of my magical tinkerings and mm. uh, make a little crank and then make it magically go down into the side <laughs> and sh just be waving out. We look too good not to be seen, guys. Wave Thanks. to them all. Oh, when when you're waving from a carriage, you have to wave like this. Like this? Oh, yes. Yeah, you, you twist the wrist, leave it all together. I don't know if I have enough cartilage in my um my wrist to do that. I'm gonna do it the regular way. You just conjured a magic handle for your window. You don't have enough cartilage to. Funny enough, the one thing magic can't do is make me younger. 
I'll keep reading out the window. I doubt that, but we'll we'll Let's leave go. it there. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Wish? <laughs> heard of what? You're higher level than me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, um, the carriage pulls up to a set of ornate golden gates, and they open up as you guys pass through them um, into a stone courtyard filled with all sorts of exotic flowers, beautiful, different. It's like a like a rainbow garden kind of deal. Um, even the air here smells pretty. Uh, you pass a large fountain, uh, and the carriage stops in front of this magnificent pyramid-shaped palace like tall as it stretches uh, up into the up into the clouds and past the horizon one of the largest buildings that you've seen since you've been here um the uh the elven man opens the door and he says right this way your thing sir and i'll hand actually i won't hand him a gold i'll i'll give an eye at lyrax because lyrax said he'd handle it and i hop down <laughs> yeah, Lyrax will uh, step out and hand over a credit to the guy. Just now, one credit? I think you said that's like worth a gold piece, right? In this universe? It's, it's, it's all like worth, standard... it's worth a dollar. Yeah, it's, it's, worth a dollar. Oh, it's worth like a dollar? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll give him ten. He smiles a little bit. He smiles and he gives you, he gives you a very respectful nod as he pockets the same credit. All right, Miss Constant, come on down. Constant just kind of shuffles down very quickly. Okay, <laughs> now. Lyrex was raising his hand to like help you down, and sees you just like. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, Constant, I need you to relax tonight. We're gonna be in the... with some pretty important people. Uh, I need you to to chill as tonight. Make everyone else nervous around you. Can you do that? Disappear? Got it. I didn't say those words. No, I you, think you did. You're expected, Miss Constant. I think you're more expected. I'm just kind of along. I believe the invitation was extended to all of us. Hmm. <clears throat> Unless I'm misremembering. I see no reason we all can make an appearance. The least we could do if we're all invited. Exactly, Flynn. That's a great idea. Alright, so constant, that means you stay visible, you stay alert, but alert. most of all, don't spill anything on anybody. What if you do just apologize? Don't make a big fuss about it. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm very poor. I plan on not touching anything unless I have to. <laughs> mm, Sparked. You got a couple of credits <clears throat> on you now. Very, very poor. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah, the uh, the elven man he leads you up the staircase inside. Uh, the foyer on the inside is just as elegant as the rest of the place. Uh, the walls are covered in embroidered tapestries from all over the galaxy. Uh, constant. You notice the floor here is so shiny and smooth that you can see your own reflection. Um. You pass by a kitchen that's way bigger than it has any right to be. Uh, so, so, so many guest chambers and the occasional butler or servant tending to some sort of housekeeping task. Um, you go up like two or three different flights of stairs to this sprawling palace until you arrive at Estrella's penthouse chambers. 
Oh, we made it all the way up to the top. Yes. <clears throat> to the tippy top. Right. Um. The elven man stops outside. Uh, he stops outside of the door. And he turns and he says, uh, the designer queen will be with you momentarily. And he knocks on the door twice. And then walks off. Hmm. Thank you. What was his name? I don't know. He just, he just, excuse me, sir. I, I walk and run back over to Tiny Lake. Uh, what's your name? Oh, my name, sir. Yes, your name? Um, Klaus. Klaus? Yes. Nice to meet you, Klaus. And I'll reach my hand out. Pleasure. He'll shake it. All right, Klaus. Uh, you you be sure to come on down to uh my auntie's shop anytime you want. Tell her that uh I sent you, and uh, even though it might not be as fancy as the ale that you guys got in here, I'd love to see what you you probably got some stories about the palace, Klaus. You'd probably be the most interesting person in there. Oh, I assure you, I am not the most interesting person here. Not far here. more, far more individuals more interesting than me have set foot in this place. Not in here, Klaus. I'm talking about it. My my auntie's my auntie's brewery. <laughs> my mistake, sir. Alright. See you later, Klaus. I'm gonna hop back over to our base. He kind of nods stiffly and then turns and walks off. That's okay. Hmm. Now, Constant, you gotta make friends everywhere you go. Because you never know. Klaus could be the guy that saves our lives in about ten episodes. <laughs> episodes, yes. You have really weird words for like everything. They just come to me from some unknown dimension. It's I called feel... being elderly, constant pay no mind. Constant like adjusts her glasses, like she just looks at him very strangely, like, hmm. And while you're all having your conversation, suddenly the door cracks open just a bit, and then it is swung open wide by not perhaps the woman you're expecting, but one of her many um, servants. And beyond that, you see her. Estrella Elegantes is sitting on a elaborate chair. It is of a velvet purple, and the carving of the wood around this chair is, it almost looks chrome silver, but it's wood. And it matches her, in a way. She says, Please do come in. And the voice is as soft but elegant as everything else about her. She's got an otherworldly beauty, long silver hair that falls in soft, loose waves, and large, expressive eyes. Her skin is pale and luminous, and you may recognize um, her as an Aladrin. She's just as graceful as her voice as well. And she stands slowly in this flowing white 
gown with delicate fabric. You can almost see her curves, but in a tasteful way. And she takes a few steps forward, beckoning you in. Why didn't you tell me she was going to be wearing white? Now she has to change. You're talking like I know any of this. Lyrex gives you two a pointed look. It's like, it's not a wedding. I know, but... And he will start heading in as the person that received the invitation in the first place. Milady, thank you for the invite. I appreciate your hospitality and inviting myself and all my friends here. Ma'am, I am so sorry. I, w- I would have known. I would have changed immediately. But they mm. even even our friend, uh, gosh, the old Asian got to me. What was his name, Flip? I just got it. Klaus. You, you Klaus. It was too. Klaus. Yeah, yeah, even Klaus didn't tell me I should have changed before I came here. I'm Lyrex so sorry. Like I'm so face. sorry. Um, it's nice to meet you, though. Um, you're, you got a nice house. You're, uh, you're from reminds me a little bit of my ship myself i like the colors i like the wood the wood especially um yeah it's nice to meet you it's a pleasure to meet all of you um lyrax will nod and you are lyrax's companions if i've been made aware uh brendan flip and constant correct i i'm flip i'm a fan of velvet, as you can see. (laughs) Well, then you will like some of the fine work the artisans that I am fortunate to know have uh, done here in this room, and will she will sort of gesture to the chair that she was sitting on, the purple one, and there is a not matching but complimentary love seat nearby as well, in a similar purple velvet with that same beautiful wood you may sit if you wish oh thank you i would <laughs> he goes and sits and he's just imagining how it would look in the ship he's like oh i could put it in that corner it's not oh, enough room flip. don't don't try and change the ship it's perfect I'm, the way I'm, it is i'm it's... just daydreaming yes I'm just there's day- already plenty of shack carpeting and velvet <laughs> I know, but if if we had a little bit more space, I'm thinking it could be, oh, you know that one corner, mm. you know I, the one. Nope. This there, oh yeah. Constant, could, introduce yourself. Say something. Mm. <laughs> Hi. She just kind of peeks out from behind Lyrax, and Estrella greets you with a surprisingly, perhaps gentle smile. Hello. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. She just ducks back. (laughs) I should mention for you, CJ. uh, If you weren't aware, all three of my companions are about half of Lyrax's height. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he just kind of walks in with like a a middle school group just kind of following around. Little entourage. That's fine. (laughs) Little entourage, yes. Um, just to paint the picture 
and anybody that might be tuning into the podcast for the first time, hi. Yes, we're all they're all short. Small. <laughs> to anyone tuning into the podcast for the first time, everybody's awfully short except for Lyrax. <laughs> yeah, it's like three nothing, maybe four, and then six two. Four I foot six. You. Four foot six. Uh, I invite board. you all to make yourselves oh. at home. I will have some refreshments brought up. Uh, uh, do you have any preferences that we can cater to? I like strawberries, uh, mangoes. You got any of them um, sweet rolls? Also the buttery ones. Um, bacon, jerky. Let me make a quick charisma saving throw for Lyrax. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he keeps his composure. <laughs> he has an internal panic attack. And if you got any lasagna, it's been a while since we've had any of that. Estrella does not say anything, simply looks at one of the... There are, at the moment, two servants flanking the door, and she simply nods to one of them. We will, uh... And the three of you? I am a fan of waffles and chocolate milk but if that's unavailable i'll take an ale or a tap water and we like to live lavishly don't we lyrex <laughs> <laughs> made another christmas saving throw you have very varied tastes there's nothing wrong with that i like a little bit of fun once in a while mm, i agree <clears throat> lyrex Lyrax. Hides his gaze for a second before, like, okay. Uh, um, uh, wine would be good for me. I'm not very hungry at the moment. Uh, port, if you have it. I'll have them bring one of my favorites. Oh. What about for your friend? Was it constant? Oh. You must have something you like. Well, uh, it's kind of stupid, but if you have um, banana milk, um, she will just not in a dismissive or rude way, but like it's a practice gesture, wave to one of the one of the people flanking the doors. For now. Feel free to have a seat, relax. I would love to get to know you all a little bit better. Lyrax, you did impress me. I appreciate the compliments. Um, is your majesty a fitting title or should I just call you Estrella? She seems to actually think about this for a moment. The hand goes up to her chin and she smiles a little and she says for my honored guests Estrella is fine at least here I understand um, is there anywhere to sit other than the love seat and the, the throne nope yeah of course there is <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the floor I'm joking um, okay. it's a nice floor I was just specifically bringing attention to uh, some... There's a lot of other equally beautiful pieces of furniture. One thing that you'll notice probably in 
her entire palace, but certainly here in her penthouse, is that there's nothing that's just there for function. Anything that has a function is also a work of art. And so you have, and it's comfortable as well. That's the other nice thing is oh. it's not as if the art has diminished the comfort for these pieces. It's, it's a little bit of everything. I mean, there's probably a piece or two that you think could potentially be furniture if you tried hard enough, but it wouldn't be very comfortable because mm. it's not furniture. All of the furniture is very comfortable. And uh, she will kind of gesture. There's some single chairs, a couple of love seats or a couch, and they're all sort of arranged in the center of this room as a sort of salon. So essentially that this will be somewhere that she entertains smaller groups of people, people um, who you know, she wants to have more conversation with. This isn't the big party room. This is the let's sit down and have a few hors d'oeuvres and chat kind of room for Estrella. So she, okay. uh, she doesn't sit at the moment, but she hovers near that chair that she was sitting in when you first arrived, which she seems to favor, but all of the other chairs seem to be up for grabs. Seeing that Constant is using him as kind of a shield for social interaction. Um, he'll look to her and say, would you like to sit with me? Yes. Okay. Uh, and he will go and find one, one of the seats, uh, maybe probably a love seat um, or a couch of some sort and bait her to sit and then sit next to her. Constance just like squishes herself into the couch. Mm -hmm. He'll put himself on the side closest to the queen's chair. <laughs> so she can hide. <laughs> I think um, Brendan will find the largest piece of anything and sit in it. Um, probably like melt inside and just, you know. Does it make like a full like <laughs> a little ripple? <laughs> a little fart noise. No. It's more like a slow sink because it's probably downfilled. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So you probably Maybe just oh. his knees are like touching his his chest, but he's uh very comfortable where he is. He he likes like a beanbag chair for you. Yeah, yeah. Everything large is is where uh Brennan finds comfort. You gonna wrinkle that white suit? No, I'm not. Don't talk like I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I'm mad. As you all, uh, as you all find your seats, um, uh, Estrella kind of glances at the door, and you see the servants from earlier come in with trays. Um, they kind of they 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 all march in a very, very uh. What's the word? Very uh, deliberate fashion, uh, as 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 they all kind of surround you, and each to the point where each there there is a servant standing to each of your standing slightly behind you to the to your right, and they each present you with a tray. Uh, Brendan, yours is an assortment of strawberries, mangoes, uh, bacon, uh, bacon and sweet like like a 
Ooh, slow you slow down. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's a it's a fun amalgamation. I believe bread rolls was one of them. Well. <laughs> strawberries, <laughs> strawberries, mangoes, um, bacon wrapped sweet rolls, and or sweet. What am I trying to say here? <laughs> bacon sandwiches. <laughs> Someone stole your sweet roll. Sliders? Add that to a. Add that to a, Yes, thank you. Bacon sliders on sweet rolls. Add that to the uh, tongue twisters. <laughs> what the hell was that? Okay. Hang on, hang on. All right. Brandon, on your tray, there's stra- there's an assortment of strawberries, mangoes, uh, bacon sliders on sweet rolls, and three different types of jerky. Um. Um. Flip. <laughs> Uh, you see chocolate milk, ale, and tap water in like a flight <laughs> kind of deal. <laughs> this is going to go down terribly. <laughs> I was not uh, expecting to be taken literally, but I have a waffle. Not a bad day at all. Yes. Um, Lyrax. Uh, you see, uh, they come out with two bottles, they, or they, they hand you a glass, and they have two bottles of wine, one is a red and one is a white, and they ask you which one you prefer. He'll point to the, the port, or the red, uh, assuming it's the port, uh, the white seems interesting, but he, he'll definitely take the red. An interesting choice. Sir. He'll pop the pop the cork off and then expertly pour it into your into your glass. And Constance, uh, you are presented with just a large uh, pitcher of banana milk and a little glass. She uh, she sips away at her milk and does a little dance. <laughs> It does a little happy dance. That's adorable. No one can see her in this chair doing her little happy dance. Um, as right. you all as you all are being presented with all of, with uh, all of your dishes, Klaus stands next to Klaus stands next to Estrella, kind of uh, surveying and making sure that all of everyone's doing right. And then he he does kind of a little uh, wave of his hands, and all of the all of the servants in unison stand back up straight in position and once again in that deliberate motion in that uh, single file leave the room the same way they came in I was gonna as I guess Brenda was definitely messaging as the dude's walking out like sending message to the person that gave him food hey by the way my name's Brendan you should come to my auntie's shop she <laughs> you'd probably be the second most interesting person and then he probably <laughs> goes out before he goes out of range before he can finish however Estrella hears this, and she'll sit down. She'll say, So, so your aunt is a shopkeep of some sort. You overheard message, like the spell? Oh, you said it was message. I thought you were saying he was just saying this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's yeah, just advertising I I all the service. Yeah. I was like, okay, Estrella can read minds. What's up? Yeah. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm sorry. If it was message, then no. It was message. No, if it was message, she wouldn't have heard that. We 
can you and just cut that? You know what? How about this? Yeah, As fine. he gets out of range of message, no, show up to my auntie's. You, you went too far. I can't message you no more. <laughs> He'll show up. He'll show up. Right, class? He'll show up. Show up to where exactly, if I may ask? So, my auntie is a barkeep. And she's being nice enough to uh, allow us to to sleep there, and I just want to make sure that I can uh, show the dying heart hospitality and try and send as much business to her business as possible. I think that's very uh, kind of you. Oh, it's it's no trouble at all. It's what us dying hearts do, and sometimes we take advantage of each other. Like my cousin Lucky, but it's okay. I you think mean my where you took advantage of him, hey, right? No, that didn't happen at all, Miss Princess Queen. That didn't happen at all. He's... Family can be difficult, but you will have to leave me the name of this place that your aunt runs, please. Sure. Hmm. It's called the. I didn't look at the the, the the restaurant name before we left, and uh, it's been a month since we played, so uh, I'll get back to you with that. <laughs> uh, the Tipsy Weaver. The Tipsy Weaver. It just had to come to me, uh, like so many things do now that I'm old. The Tipsy Weaver. I will make a mental note of it. Now, before we get to speaking, you know, or too heavily into our conversation. Please do enjoy your food and drink. I wouldn't want it to get cold. Okay. And I guess I will... it would be quite awful if wine got cold. It'd be strange. <laughs> strange flavor. Um, I will pull out... He just offers a little wink. I'll use some artificer uh, tinkering, some magical tinkering, and make a magical uh, fork appear in my hand. Start eating with my, uh, with my basically my pocket fork and my pocket dimension fork. Always. Estrella will make eye contact with one of the attendants, and for a moment they'll pop out and pop back with um, a glass of wine for herself as well. And you'll notice, probably Lyrax, that it looks the same color and has the same smell as yours. So. She probably wasn't lying that it was one of her favorites. Hey. Um. So, um, what do you do here, being a queen and all? Well, it's a difficult thing to manage sometimes. After all, there's so many people to make sure that they're well taken care of and happy. But the thing that I am most passionate about is art, really. I'm fortunate to be surrounded by so many people with skills that, well, are varied and unique. However, um, I would say if I was passionate about anything else, it's that I think Sparkle is underutilized. I think it can be used in just about anything, but especially art, culinary, 
cuisine, beautiful pieces of work, or just a little bit on the top of the perfect cocktail. So when you ask what I do, it's... Well, I feel that I'm brushing over the boring stuff, because I'd rather talk about that. What about you all? I, I would love to hear more of what you do. I'm, I'm going to do a quick arcana check on the food that I just ate, just to make sure, you know, I'm Come not back. ingesting a whole bunch of stardust. Roll a die. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 21. 21. On my arcana check. <clears throat> um, just normal food, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. Just making sure. You know, for a yeah, second. We just favorite. got drugged. <laughs> oh. Well, that was fast. <laughs> no, Boom. Man. Back to the gladiator pits. We got it. <laughs> Speed running getting captured. All right. Um Yeah, Lyrax will kind of pause for a second as she mentions like putting stardust on like everything. But uh after a moment he'll he'll take a sip of the wine and kind of say very um, well, currently I'm traveling with these friendly people, and we've been making our way across a couple of systems. It's been quite adventurous. Definitely a different take from my usual thing. Mm -hmm. I say, if you appreciate art, we had some fantastic artists back on my home planet. Some really unique works that I haven't seen anywhere else in my travels. So you are an art aficionado as well? I... You could say that. I had an appreciation for it. Um, I haven't had time or funds to invest in it recently, but... Yes. Long story short. Hmm. Just out of curiosity, come, come with me just a moment. And, and we'll beckon you just to come not far. Uh, there's a small curio cabinet across the back wall, and it's full of small, mostly crystal pieces. Uh, and, and they look like they're, they're not all the same style. There's some that are very flowing and elegant, and there's some that are a little more modernistic in their design. It looks like they've been done by many different artists. And she pauses in front of it with her hand back up to her chin as if she's thinking. She says, I've been presented with each of these from different artists in my group, you might say. And I just can't decide what to make of them. Which one is my favorite? Do you have a favorite? Are these made out of stardust? Or are they just crystal? Hmm. Out of out of character question, I think. Because I would know what they look like. Brandon, would it be like. believable for this to be made of stardust? Absolutely. I thought it would be <laughs> nice. <laughs> then to answer your question, they are all made of stardust. Oh my god, it's been Taken and blown like glass. <laughs> oh no. And they're beautiful. 
Um, he kind of takes a second as he looks over it. And he's being very stoic in this moment and not trying to play too many of his you know, emotions on his face. But he he looks over them. The modern ones don't really seem to be his thing, but he really likes he sees one that's carved like a, a wave kind of like um in that one famous painting with uh, Mount whatever it was. The Japanese one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, kind of carved like that with all the intricate details and very classic and um, he says this one catches my eye, just the, the amount of lines, the way they draw the eye to different points. It's, I like it quite a bit. That's my favorite. I don't know about you. You have so many to choose from. It is simply too difficult to pick one, but I'll have this brought over so that we might admire it while we have our soiree. And, and she'll once again just wave her hand slightly to okay. one of the one of the attendants I, I did do a self imposed deception check to like not look like I hated that idea um, <laughs> I got a natural 20 so uh, he's like hmm yes that'd be great at the moment she's making no indication of having caught on to anything that he's <laughs> trying to do Sorry. Or trying to hide. I have a slight vendetta against Stardust things. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, um, for as much as, as far as you know, this has gone completely over her head. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, come, let's let's go back to your friends. I wouldn't want to leave them out. Oh, of course not. And he, he'll take another sip of his wine. He's like, I'm going to need this. <laughs> uh, she will... Lead the way back and sit down in her chair. Now, you all said that you're adventuring, correct? Would you then call yourself adventurers? I'm just curious, really. Uh, there's no third degree here. I, you fascinate me, to be quite honest. Hmm, adventurers. I think that's us, you guys. Nope. Um. We're I'd say to a certain a certain degree, we're not, maybe. We've we've had all our adventures that we're trying to have. Mm. We just want to try and kill or no, I think kill at this point. Um, Big Ben. Yeah. If, if you if that's you been know, a big one. If you know Big Ben, but us, we we want to take him out. Do you know Big Ben? Ah, uh, we 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 want to. No, that's, uh, th- that's, that's that's them, and he'll, he'll uh, gesture yeah, to yeah, the chairs. It's more of an us thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just raises um, an eyebrow. It's not it, a judgmental eyebrow, but it's the only reason I'm still alive. Context: He's a bounty. We've uh, how long we've been trying to get him now? Oh, I don't remember. But a, a long time, How old are a you very Boston? long time. Probably before you were born. Probably before you were born. Yeah, you're you're yeah. a baby, so it's... we think. Yeah, I'm willing we... to bet most of your life is before I was born. Yeah, this is true. We are probably. Old. Yeah. Oh, well, that that's the that's a the last one on the bucket list, really. Um, before I kick so... the bucket, I gotta get Ben. 
that would be that would be nice. I I would like somewhere where I could um, interior decorate a bit more of space. I'm gonna sit down, but that's that's just me. As Lilarex retakes the seat where he is shielding Constance uh, from view, she drinks her banana milk a lot easier now that he's back. <laughs> the, the shield is back. Um, this is, I mean, every step I've taken off of my homeworld has been an adventure for me. To be fair, so I suppose that's a fair assessment. So you left your world willingly. That's, I find so many people must go for some reason or another. And oh. forgive me, I, uh, <laughs> I like to meet interesting people. When you're as busy as I am with so many different things, sometimes it's refreshing just to hear what someone else is doing. I understand that completely. Willing, it's a strong word, but, um, sure, yeah, willingly. And he, well, gives, he gives a little smile and, like, you know, kind of plays a little bit with the conversation. Yeah, yeah, she, Being she smiles a little bit mm. back. Well, if you view your, your adventure as just that, an adventure, then... You must at least have a positive outlook, which is good. Byrex frowns for just a second. I'm sorry, did I say something to upset you? Yeah, what's wrong, Nyrax? It, it, it disappears as fast as it was there. He says, oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, I haven't... All cards on the table. I haven't been very positive as of late. Um, but that's neither here nor there. We're here to have a nice chat and get to know you, it seems. And you get to know us. For someone who hasn't seemed or felt positive lately, that's a surprisingly positive outlook. I think it's exactly what's needed. Just a little bit of Fun, a little bit of food, and well, yes, just a little bit of both of those things. Maybe music. Oh, yes, I think that's exactly what we need. And again, she will look up to whoever is tending to uh, to the doors, and and we'll kind of pause for a moment and say the harpist this time. I think. He will nod and then vanish out of the room. So, um, not to be forward, but, um, did you only ask us here to talk about stuff? Well, generally, when someone asks you somewhere, they want to talk to you. Just smile, like smiles almost a little mischievously. Like she knows that you're asking something else, but she's she finds this amusing. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, do you want us to kill anybody? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? 
also spits out her milk. <laughs> that seems like a bit of an assumption to make. Whoa. I'm, Whoa. I'm, I'm, she actually giggles a little. <laughs> I don't know. The, 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 I'm just going to be honest with you. The, the, most of the times that, you know, me and Flip are up and talking to very important people, it tends to be because somebody has a bounty on their head and they need taken care of. Whether it's dead or alive, the two short men are the people to do it. Usually, you know, that's in our pitch and everything like that. But, I mean, if this isn't that pitch, I can just sit down and enjoy my bacon sliders. I was just making sure, you know, we weren't missing mm. anything. The opportunity for murder comes up more often than we'd like, but we are happy to oblige. Mm. And during, you know, the confusion, if anyone's really looking at Flip, he's just adding the waffle to his, interior, his jacket pocket real quick. There's no syrup <laughs> on it. He just does that very coyly. Like no, like he's you know just putting away a journal like, like like a cigar just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a waffle stick. It's an entire waffle. Brendan does the same thing with a few sliders just in the in the bag of holding. It's not a skinny waffle either. It's like a it's like a thick Belgian waffle. <laughs> it's quite warm. It's a pleasant feeling. Yeah, it's a little drafty on the way, and believe me, I've warmed I'm... up entirely. I'm really glad that they forgot the lasagna for you, Brenton Helm, Brendan. <laughs> so she does not look phased by what the two of you have said. In fact, as I said, she giggles slightly. I appreciate your willingness, I think. But You're rich. You do a lot of things for money, man. I don't want anyone dead. In fact, well... I just wanted to get to know you all, but there is something that the right people could do for me. I'm worried about someone, but... We do house we calls. Can, we can look into that. It'd be a shame to bring down the mood. Let's, let's oh, enjoy no, some music no. and... As you say, uh, let's enjoy some music. Um, and the, uh, the butler returns with a harp. Uh and begins uh, playing a soft little melody. Now, Klaus, and... I did not know you could play the harp. You might be the most interesting person I have ever oh, met. Oh, no, this one isn't Klaus. This is another servant. Klaus is no, just Klaus. the driver. That's Klaus. <laughs> that's Klaus. <laughs> you can't convince me any it's, other it's, 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 he, he, he looks almost identical. The same, the same <laughs> elven, the same elven guy uh, looks a little dehydrated. He's got his, uh, got his tuxedo, but, <laughs> but, uh, he is missing the magnificent mustache. That, that... Oh. Ah, uh, this is Blouse. Right. Exactly, Klaus's brother. Right, man, the twin. I misread uh, your, uh... Shortly after, shortly after the harpist comes in, however, uh, Brendan, you are, uh, kind of surprisingly, uh, another tray is presented in front of you. And as the servant lifts it off, it is a steaming hot piece of lasagna. And you look up, and you see Klaus is the one holding the tray, <laughs> and he kind of winks at you as he as he uh, sets it down in front of you. Now I now I look over at Constant behind uh, Lyrax. I told you ten episodes could be <laughs> any time. Klaus, you have made a friend today. Tell the world, tell the galaxy that you are a friend of Brendan Dinehart. And the dying heart will come to your aid, sir. And I begin to eat with my, uh... I actually use another magical tinkering to conjure a knife. 
as I eat with my fork and my knife. He says, uh, it is my pleasure, sir. And he'll turn and walk off. That bold decoration. There's at least millions of you, aren't there? <laughs> Estrella will relax a little bit back down into her chair. And she's got her glass of wine as well. And she looks at you all and she says, It strikes me, really, when I think about it, that I'm in a bit of a echo chamber sometimes. We're all artists. We all do. No, no, not literally. Uh, we're, we all have some similar beliefs, but I never did ask. How, and she does glance sideways, but only briefly to Lyrax. How do you feel about Stardust? What do you think about its other properties? I, I think that it's just underutilized, Sparkle. I would like to insight check her. <laughs> Go for it. What do you yeah. All right. Not great. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I was about to say I'm not great at these. And then D&D Beyond was like, yes, you are, queen. Stand up. <laughs> um, that's a 19 total. What are you trying to figure out? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. What do you mean by underutilized? It really does, at least on, on, on the level, it really does seem like when she is talking about using it to, you know, create wonders and, you know, you know, that she really means that. Mm. She really thinks that Stardust is utilizable for these sort of aesthetic um, ventures. Okay, so not like weaponry is kind of what he's thinking of I am. <clears throat> I don't Maybe. know. I use it yeah, to I mean... do everything I need to. Um, it's in my ship. It's in my guns. Chunk flies up to my my side, my little homunculus. It's in Chunk. You know, I'm always looking to find new ways to use Stardust, but mm, what, what, what do you have in mind? Me. Which, do we call you your honor, your highness, your... What is what is your title, ma'am? Well, I already <laughs> asked her that. I, yeah, but I'm asking her now, Lyrax. Okay. I believe that it applies universally to all of you. While you are my guests here, I'd like if you would call me Estrella. All right, Estrella. What you thinking? I think that it can be used to elevate your senses, ignite your imagination. I think that Sparkle is, well, in its essence, magic. So you could use it for aesthetic purposes. Like to change your eyes to like from blue to green? Well, sure, I suppose you could use it to make an optical illusion so that when you look at a piece of art one way it looks like something but if you look just from the other angle it's completely different of course you may be able to do some of these things without sparkle but i have many people who have found amazing ways hmm i think this sounds quite promising 
what uh, type of mediums have you want, do you want to experiment with? You know, painting, a, a sculpture. What did you have in mind? I mean, the, the sculptures you have already are quite nice. Anything else you have in mind? Thank you. And as you may have overheard, the, this one here, and it's it's the one that uh, Lyrax had said was his favorite. It's been brought toward the center on a small pedestal so that it can be appreciated. She says, um, this one here, you may have overheard, is made from stardust. It's, um, huh. I do love art myself, and I partake in creating art, but just more than anything, I am also a patron of other artists. After all, only having the skills yourself and not sharing seems a bit selfish. Did you draw this? That? Yeah. Dr draw the sculpture? I did not. That oh, okay. was someone in my... I, just a moment. And uh, she'll wave her hand, and this time it's not the servants. It's just... It just happens that the... There are some drapes toward the back of the room, and they part as she waves her hand. And there is a beautiful, shining tapestry behind this uh, these curtains. And it shows sort of... It's a scene with many people, and there's florals coming up one end, the other side. There is water and people in the center, and it shimmers in a way that makes it look just just a little bit ethereal. And you swear that the water in the waterfall is moving, and you, is there a bumblebee among the flowers? I, there might be. Actually, you can smell flowers, now that you think about it. Lyrax, did you spray some more of that, that cologne that you had? No, this smells like real flowers. I'm sorry. You, Not you hear like a shrimpy. Just a very, just for like a, a half a second, just a little growl. It's like, no, this is nothing. That is magnificent. It's what a work. Hey, it's pretty. It's brilliant. I do find that I still have some time to do the things I love. So you did this one? I did. Well, I'll be darned. You seem like you don't, and you get bored up here making stuff like this. I, this is, this is nice. Chilling, eating, lasagna with my friends, looking at nice works of art, smelling real flowers. Yeah. I think Stardust could be used for aesthetic purposes. I just, you know, I tend to use them for the other practical ones, like um, hunting down Big Ben. But I, I don't see why not. I mean, if you could make it, you got it. Uh, I'd only say that I'd hope that it was mined ethically in my now older age, because the things that people will do for Stardust and the things that people will do on Stardust are uh I'm sure yes. looks at you <laughs> Brendan as you say that okay 
Uh, you see almost like a look of respect cross his face. Well, it's about time you before he <laughs> before he turns to her highness and oh yes I you made you made that I did where do you source your stardust from I make certain that uh, the people who are getting my stardust for me which is well I have many connections but I vet all of them it's important to me to make sure that everyone's treated fairly and as far as how people behave on Stardust, of course I cannot control everyone, but I've seen what it can do to people. And you only hope that moderation is the key in those in instances. Oh, I... It, it's difficult for me to think about people changing because of something they've interacted with something maybe they can't control and it it's painful to think that stardust could be one of those things something that could hurt someone hope you're not speaking from experience this is Strilla. it's very kind of you on the front of stardust perhaps not but I suppose if you really don't mind listening, uh, being a friendly ear, now is as good of a time as any to tell you about the person I'm worried about. Yes. She, she smiles and she sort of pauses and she says, I will admit I would have enjoyed to just have it in a nice evening with all of you. And I have been looking for the right group of people to do a sort of task for me, but if you hadn't turned out to be those people, I still would have very much enjoyed the evening. But I suppose I shouldn't put it off any longer. We can make merry after, I suppose. Sure. Although, it does look like you've enjoyed your refreshments, and that makes me very happy. As she says that, um, the servants Lyrax come back in. fully through, like, two glasses of wine. Yeah. <laughs> the servants <laughs> come back in and begin uh, banana milk. <laughs> taking the trays and the pitches of banana milk and all of that stuff and just kind of clearing out the area for you. There's another, like, ten credits. Um, when Klaus comes by on top of, like, near the lasagna pan. <laughs> and I'm not looking at Klaus, but Chunk is, and he's giving him a good salute as he takes the oh. he g- He gives a proud nod to Mr. Chunk as he takes the 10 credits. <laughs> and Estrella will wait for all of this commotion to settle down. I, I'm glad that it pleases you, uh, Estrella. You, you are a very generous host. Yeah, it was delicious. Thank Truly. you. Though from the the decadence of your palace here, it seems you you do have quite a bit to spare. 
and I am sure you worked very hard for it. But what is the point of having these things, having so many things, if I can't share it with guests, with friends, with those who need it, or who will benefit from it? Oh, you do charity work. Well, there are many arms of not only what I do, but what the people associated with me do. I... I do want to share these things with people. With, I'm, I'm sorry, I, and, and friends. I, I want to have more friends and not just colleagues. But I'm still troubled over losing someone that I loved, actually, that I wanted to share it all with. It's a bit of a delicate situation. And she does look at you all as if to impress that. But, uh, I'll, I'll explain. There is a man whose name is Jura. We Brina were lovers. A little pad and paper. Taking uh, notes. <laughs> yeah, it looks like like he got serious too he's flipping it over again that the fork flips over and turns into a little pin on the uh, like the, the not eating side and he's writing down all of the details um in a very very serious manner she looks down at her glass of wine and she says jura and i we were lovers for some time in fact and to understand what's going on now, I have to explain to you who he used to be. He was perhaps the kindest, most chivalrous person I could ever imagine, I thought. If anyone was capable of leading people kindly and with empathy and in the way that someone like him should, or the way that anyone should, if someone is to lead. I thought it would be Jura. He was protective, but not aggressive, not mean. I really thought that if anyone would rule by my side someday, it would be him. And she pauses and her face falls, and, and her wide eyes look mournful. He found something, and it changed him. I, I asked him to stay with me, and he turned me down in a way that felt so unlike Jura. I thought, I thought then that it couldn't be, there, there was no possible way that the Jura I knew and loved, well, he's got this vault, you see, and he keeps this thing locked in it, guarding it, hoarding it, like, 
Well, as you can understand, I felt... I was heartbroken. It was the only thing he prized more than me. And... He drifted away from me. But... There's something more to it. It's not simply... That he chose not to be with me, not to love me. He's different now. He's militaristic, he's practically a warlord, and the people that work for him, I'm, I'm not sure you could call it willing. He was never that sort of man. But the conditions those people are under, and the things he says and does, he barely ever leaves. In fact, unless there's a major event or something serious happening he doesn't leave and i i think it's because of what's in that vault and well i started thinking because after this time i'm still so worried about him and i realized i have some intelligence on where the key to this vault might be and I thought, if I could just get someone to bring me that key, if we could get this thing away from him, if it's really affecting who he is and what he does, then all we have to do is get the key, right? Get him away from this thing and hopefully he'll snap out of it. Does that sound too far-fetched hmm sounds like a good old uh shaking jake don't it flip or snatch and grab or what do you think i've never heard the jake one but yes it it, it sounds like a simple enough job do you do you have i'm again i'm sorry this has affected jora in such a way seems like a awfully big departure especially when you think you know someone um just curious you keep referring to it as a thing. Do you know any specifics as to what's in this vault? It could be anything, but to be very clear, I wouldn't want to put you in the sort of danger it might end up being to lift whatever is from this vault, especially as we don't know what it is. I just need the key. Mm. My people can take care of the rest. But what mm. if... We could take what's in the vault. For all I know, you open up that vault and you become just like him. I cannot take that risk, not with anyone short of, well... You won't find anybody shorter than us, ma'am. <laughs> she they chuckles don't. just a little. <laughs> Uh, she kind of she kind oh of Oh my it god. Like you it seems like you've cheered her up slightly and she says <laughs> I like you. Let's take it one step at a time. Perhaps you will be the people to get from that vault, but I have the information on the key. I don't have enough information on the vault yet. So bring me the key and I'll see what information my people can get. Sure. One yeah. step at a time. Hmm. 
That has got to be a, a mass like it, that is the quote for Stardust and Dragons. You won't find <laughs> anyone shorter. shorter. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so good, Christian. It seems Holy like fuck. it should be like their slogan. Yeah, you don't find anyone. Find that is your catchphrase. Yeah, you'll you'll never find like at, when you advertise is. to we'll people play. like trying to get bounties. You're like, That's you won't our find first anybody shirt. shorter. The first Stardust and Dragon shirt right there. Oh my god, <laughs> yes! I just have like two like we'll only your, like, sell it in we'll only sell it in to, like, small and medium. <laughs> <laughs> we don't make it in large. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Um. Yeah, Estrella kind of smiles and she says, I, I'm usually an excellent judge of character. I, I know that's not modest to say, but I do think I've made the right decision. Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of it. It, it doesn't seem too difficult. Um, as long as we have a location of where our key is, you know, we're not... We're not new to this thing, are we, Flip? No. Right. Also, uh, daily habits of Jorah. What, what does he do? A job? Uh, where will he be? Where will he not be? That sort of thing, just so we can Unless he know really how to go about this. You know, ever leave? Yeah. Uh, if he never, <laughs> never leaves, I mean, we can. We got somebody that can be invisible. Hmm. He rarely does, but I will make certain that you're provided with all of the information you need before you leave. I would not want any of you to be going in underprepared. After all, I would hate to see something happen to you. <laughs> if if I haven't died yet, I can't die. <laughs> if I be, may be frank, I... Don't pride myself as a thief, but this sounds like a noble enough cause that I can lend my assistance. Thank I you. would like to know, however. Yes, please. What the intended reward for this service would be? Ah, well. Dang, Lyrax, you get down to brass tacks quicker than I do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm sure you can understand that most things can be achieved, but there's any number of things I could offer you if you need. For example, weapons, repaired, done. My merchants can take care of almost anything, and I can promise more than giving you some pithy amount of gold that a understanding with me a friendship with me will take care of far more than a few credits Lyrax nods very slowly and he leans forward and kind of crosses his fingers as he looks at you and he says your reach seems very wide reaching she nods she says most things I find are achievable. So. What I have in mind may be a lot to ask, though. <laughs> Let's get the job done first, Lyrax. <laughs> I am curious. 
to hear what you have to say. He looks around the room first. Are there still servants here? Always. He says, what I would like to ask for cannot be said in front of prying ears. The two here now are my most trusted confidants. I suppose that will have to do then. As far as whatever everyone else would like for this venture is fine. And this one assignment will probably, I would say, not be enough for what I'm asking for, but I would like to work for it. She nods. She's she's listening and she seems intent on hearing what you have to say. I need the Aurora Corporation to get its grimy fingers off of Achilles. Hmm. I see. And I am willing to go to great lengths to make that happen. She smiles softly and she says, I will look into what I can do, if anything, and my reach may be able to do these things, but do keep in mind that for a small thing like taking this key, I would still like to give you some sort of reward. You've said yourself that that's quite a large, far-reaching thing. So think on the small, if there's anything you need that I can do for you. And um, you'll just let me know when you come back. I will have something in mind. Now... I will say, tomorrow, I'm holding a party, and as much as I would love for you all to be there, there's someone who is going to be at my party, Jura, and all of the other merchant lords. It's the perfect time, I think, for you to get the key. Jura's... Mm, she thinks for a moment. Enforcer? Its name is uh, Kaelin, I believe. Uh, he will have the key, I believe. Um, will he be at the party? He will not. He lives uh, underneath the prison in Jura's district, I believe. So, it's... I've removed Jura from the equation for you, but I don't have any jurisdiction with his... Well, to be honest, I would say that Kaelin is like Jura's assassin, so you will have to be careful. You'll have to be on your toes. He's a murderer, and Jura allows it. In fact, this person Jura has become gives him every reason 
to be as murderous as he wishes. This is your biggest roadblock to getting the key, is getting past Kaelin. I've taken care of Jura, and he won't be any the wiser. Um, is there any identifying marks on this Kalen? Or we is Kalen the kind of person you just that's Kalen when you walk in a room? <laughs> We're gonna popcorn this one to Brandon. <laughs> any identifying marks on Kalen? <laughs> uh yeah, Kalen is a Shatterkai elf. Um very gaunt, skinny, uh uh looks like a skeleton almost. Very wiry frame skeleton of a man. Uh, he likes to fight with knives. And he he is one of those, you'll know him when you see him kind of guy. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. I think that's everything I need to know. Sounds like he has a low constitution. Noted. <laughs> Sounds like if he stabs Constant, she's dead. <laughs> that's Wait, also what? true. Constant like looks up from where she's been just obsessively looking at at this stardust-infused painting or whatever. Or like the sculpture. Nothing constant. Nothing okay. at all. Sorry, um, was I rude? No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're fine, you're fine. Oh, in okay. fact, I'd very much like to get to know you more next time. Uh, on that topic, I'd very much like for there to be a next time. Uh, so, please... Do keep in mind one thing. If you fail, you cannot be associated with me. I understand that that puts you in a difficult position, but if they find that someone is going for the key and they know it's me, I lose my one chance at getting him back. Who's Estrella? I'm new to the area. Estrella, I would never put my new friend, Klaus, in danger. By ever <laughs> saying any word about you. I appreciate it. More than I can say. It's difficult business, but uh, I promise that if you succeed, you'll find it very beneficial to have me on your side. Heck yeah. I would no. like to look forward to a long partnership. I would like that as well. And I think that you'll probably have many preparations to do. But when you return with that key, perhaps we'll have a little more lively party next time. <laughs> Lasagna. I could do with the party. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. Uh, I hope that you are successful and safe. I'd like to see every single one of you back here soon, please. I don't plan to die anytime soon. I'm too old to die. All right, so I think that is where we are going to call this particular session. 
as we get this call to yeah. action to save Jura, another one of the merchant lords at the cluster. Seems like we have a stealth mission on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad at stealth. We're not built for <laughs> oh, it either. No. I will say, uh, briefly, as you're all getting ready to leave, Estrella will walk up personally to Lyrax and just put a small pouch in your hand and say, just in case, just in case you need it. And she'll turn and walk into her private chambers without any other word. <laughs> Lyrax is no longer being super agey. After getting a better feel, you see a look of like disgust might be a strong word for it, but like a, a, a look that crosses his face as he looks at this pouch. And he says, Thank you very much. She had turned and walked away. She did not stop to see that look on your face. No worries there. <laughs> you um, can keep your veneer don't worry <laughs> <laughs> well yeah leave it there alright guys thank you so much for joining us this evening CJ thank you so much thank for you wonderfully thank portraying so Estrella it was yes, really fun. Uh, throw out throw out oh your uh, throw out your uh, info yeah, tell, tell the audience who you, you are where they can find you well, at the moment, uh, you can find me on CJ Starry pretty much everywhere, uh, Twitch. I'm occasionally on there, trying to be a little more regular now. <laughs> and um, other than that, uh, you can usually find me on Ink and Liar, L-Y-R-E, but I am wrapping up with Spelljammer right now, so who knows when I'll next be on there. And um, there is a new channel coming out with some old shows that I have worked on previously, as well as some new ones called The Beloved Nerds. And uh, I don't know when that's launching, but sometime soon. Anyway, less places to see me than normal. Um, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you can also catch me on The Onyx Path. Uh, there's a event going on next month that is gonna be a bunch of games back to back to back, like the third weekend in... Um, June, so check it out. So and this uh, might be out by then. <laughs> if this yeah. is out, if not, cut it. <laughs> or just keep like, this remember, in yeah. here because it'll be go, funny. Go find the uh, the the clips the, and the, the bods. Go find yeah, the bods. All that stuff. Go find the videos on demand. Yeah, because like Onyx Path is great too. But no, I had a great time. Um, quickest, easiest way to find me is CJ Starry and. Hopefully, I'll be back at some point to do some more cool stuff with you guys. So oh, thank you for definitely. Me. We'll definitely have you oh, back. So everybody, go sure. follow CJ Starry. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and make sure and make sure that you tune in next week as we get into this uh this next heist time. Here. I don't next know time. if we're doing next week by this time. You're right. <laughs> it might be two weeks. Tune <laughs> in next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> That was Christian Hatcher as Brendan Dienhart, Dan Wood as Flip O'Donnell, Max Morin as Lyrax Proudmain, 
Raina McGuire as Constance, and Brandon Hatcher as your DM. Stardust and Dragons is co-produced by Christian and Brandon Hatcher and Caleb Patrick. This episode was edited by Max Morin and Warren Griggs. If you like our content, the best way to support us is to find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash speakeasyproductions. There you can find our Discord, art, and special deals on how you can get more involved with our community. For more information, make sure to look us up at stardustanddragons.com. And remember, our adventure is in the stars.